Um, so this is the, wait. So you're hosting, so I shouldn't do the intro. Oh, you can if you want to. No, 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 no. Don't mind me. I'll no, just no. be in the corner. It's totally fine. I don't mind you doing the intro. You can just do it. I'll just then and then I'll just be like, "Yo, it's my uh, my topic today." No, it, is it makes this. more sense if you do it because it sounds like you're in charge. Hey, nothing here makes sense. <laughs> There's a story behind everything from batteries and knives to glue and string. Share with you these forgotten things you find lying in a junk drawer. Hey, everybody! Yay. Welcome to another episode of The Junk Drawer. My name is Josh. Hey, I'm Kevin. And together, we're going to go rummaging through your junk drawer and find a thing. And one of us knows what it is, the other mm-hmm. one doesn't. Mm. And we're going to tell you some history, and the other one's going to learn. Yay, learning. Well, One of us is going to tell you, the other one's going to learn. Right. Well, the other one is going to be here. Whether they learn, I don't know. Well, we've established over the course of nine episodes that we're at nine, right? Is this nine episodes already? Oh, <gasps> is that true? Oh, yes. That's true, yeah. Oh, look at this. Relationships we working out great. halfway to a decade. Oh. We record them once a year. Once a year. We go a-rummaging. And so the other person gets the information and learns about it, while the other person has done all of the research. This week, I didn't do shit. You didn't do nothing. I did all the stuff. (laughs) And you're right. It's weird that you did the intro and and, and I I did all the stuff. See? That's what I was saying. It's weird now. Now we've started off- Moving forward, folks. It's, it's just, just gonna, it's not going to be that way anymore. Yeah, sorry, it got awkward. It's okay, everyone. So sorry. You can rewind it back and hear when Kevin told me it was okay. Yeah, if, if we kept that part in, absolutely. You can go do that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's totally a thing. Uh, one of us is drinking. We're both drinking. What are you drinking? Tonight, I'm actually having um, my favorite beer, actually. Ooh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm having, having beer, beer tonight. too. Felt like a beer it's, night. Yeah, it's a beer night. It's kind of like, the, it's, it's a good beer night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, this is my favorite beer. It's from Off Color Brewing, and it's the Scurry. The, yeah, it's real, real good. It is a dark honey ale. I'm drinking a Modelo Especial. Mmm. Because I made myself some tacos. But so, yes, I'm having Modelo's. Uh, it just felt like a beer night. If you're not, I have a game night after this. We're going to drink more beer. Yeah, yeah. Good. It's, it's, it's good for the long haul. Sure. Good for the long haul, which uh, this is quickly becoming. Yeah. <laughs> Three hours later. And then what you do is... Uh, hey, dude, are you ready? You ready to go find out what we got in the I junk drawer I want to go rummaging because I have no idea what's in the, the drawer. Let's go rummaging. Hey, intern Craig. What the hell is it? Yep. Ha! Got it. Dude, can you see what he's holding, though? No, what is it? Can you see what he pulled out? No, from where I'm at, the light's weird. You've, you've, you know this thing. I hope so. This item has followed you through your entire life. Uh, it's been My there. My mom's ex-boyfriend, Greg, which rhymes with Craig. It's not funny if they both oh, have the same name. But yeah, you know what? The wait, idea wait, wait, of pulling a whole wait, human out of the tr- Okay, do it again. My mom's ex-boyfriend, George? George is a scumbag! <laughs> oh, what Nailed is it? it? Nailed it. Today we're talking about the ballpoint pen. What? I caught you drinking. I have those. I have a million of them, but they all disappeared. They all disappeared, but they all reappear. They always work, but they never do. It's because they are busy. They're like Santa's elves. They only come around when they want to and when it's time. But for the rest of the year, you don't know where they are because they have a secret meeting place that I'm convinced is behind the radiator where I never go. It's probably where all your socks are. 
Uh, obviously. I hear him partying at night. Uh, Josh? Yeah. Do you know what a ballpoint pen is? A ballpoint pen, Kevin. Yes. Is the start of a great adventure. Yay. And actually, you're not that wrong. Doing the research on ballpoint pens, like, you wouldn't realize how far back these go. And, like, the amount of hands that have been on the fucking ballpoint pen. Like, on... It really has been an adventure. Like, trying to design them and get them going and things like that. Like, there's been a bunch of people who have tried and failed just at ballpoint pens. So, now, I'm I'm assuming this journey begins with the 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 bone quill back in the day when you would like dip bone into like blood oh well the, the <laughs> writing pen demons. yes the writing pen for sure right this is specifically the ballpoint pen oh good because that just seems like a long journey. oh no we've got a and long i don't want to summon shit no no i just got rid of the last ones they just i mean christ they're hard to like wine stains no, the ballpoint pen. I asked you a minute ago, uh, do you know what a ballpoint pen is? Do you know how a it works? What's pen, going okay. on? I don't know. All right, so, hmm. Can I, wait, Kevin, Kevin, Kevmo, mm-hmm. can I try to guess how this is going to go down? And then you, you because I don't want to, like, guess it, be right, and then episode over. Because I might be right on this. What, what a ballpoint pen is? Like, how it works. Because I'm not entirely sure. Wait, let me guess, and then you tell me, you can just go, no, dummy. Stupid. <laughs> that was dumb. Don't. That's okay. dumb. Go ahead. All right, all right, all right. So I assume it has to do with the fact that, like, back in the day, you had to dip your pens. And so, like, I'm assuming that that stuff was time-consuming and a pain in the ass. So, like, all things in human history made it easier to do faster. And from what I figure with the ballpoint pen, and I don't know why it's called a ballpoint pen, but the ink is readily available inside the pen, so you don't have to keep dipping it or refilling it. Yes, that is sweet. Yes. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. We don't have to do shit. Everybody go home early. No notes. So glad I stayed up till midnight working on this last night. (laughs) Uh, But you're right, though. I mean, that's kind. That's where it comes from. Because like fountain pens and all the other shit, messy. People can't kind of take it with them and things like that. They wanted to make sure to find a way to keep the ink in the pen, right? But only let the ink come out when it's needed. So how that works is at the tip of the pen. It's got a small little metal ball that's constantly that's a being ball? pushed. Yes, that's why it's the ballpoint pen. It's a small Fuck. metal ball that's that fits all in that, that means? hole. Yep, I thought it, it was fits invented in by hole. some guy named like Jethro Ballpoint. No, 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 no. It just it has a ball point on it. And wow! That's when you press down and you the, you press down the right, the ball moves up. The ink comes out. What? It slides across the ball. You Get make right a line, and then it goes back. Pants with that, and it's all done through gravity. That's all it is. That is the ballpoint pen. Wow. Yep. Those balls usually come in three different flavors: steel, brass, or tungsten carbide. Ah, good old tungsten carbide. That's America tough. Those balls, America tough. <laughs> ting ting. Um, they have been. That was me tapping my balls. <laughs> these balls don't run those the balls don't run those tungsten balls don't run uh the ballpoint pen josh mm-hmm. first originated in 1888 the first wow. patent 1888, for like post-civil war huh post-civil wow. war it was the first patent on october 30th 
1888. Oh, so happy birthday. Happy birthday, Patton of the Pin. For those of you in the future, we're recording this first week in November, so technically it's like still okay to wish it a happy Facebook birthday. Yeah, it's close enough, you know. It's probably pissed, though, that we didn't remember its birthday because it's like a day before Halloween. But now we know, and we can mark it on the calendar. Oh, we'll mark it with a ballpoint pen! Oh, everything comes so round. I'm, I'm getting a beer. Continue. I'm listening. Uh, the patent. First patent, October 30th, 1888. It was put in by a gentleman named John Jacob Loud. Oh, damn it. I thought it was going to be John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt, because that's my name, too. John Jacob Loud was a Harvard J.J. Loud. J.J. Loud. That's that's a great like that's a great host DJ name on a cruise ship. <laughs> You're listening to JJ Loud. Yeah. Balls to the walls. <laughs> Tungsten balls Tungsten to the walls. Balls to the walls. Radio pen. <laughs> Old JJ. <laughs> <laughs> You're ridiculous. Okay, so John Jacob Loud. John Jacob Loud. 1888. Right? Yes, nice. he was a Harvard lawyer. He was an active church member and a member Ooh. of all the local historical societies. He was a lawyer. Okay. He was a lawyer, Harvard lawyer. He and was very well. Harvard, you know. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Where are you going to school these days? <laughs> How's that art degree coming? Mm-hmm. Somebody get the bachelor's? <laughs> Dude was very respected in his community until later in his life oh, when no. he slaughtered his neighbor after a dispute over the ownership of a plum tree. What an absolute badass. Because no. that's how you deal with assholes that fuck with your plum tree. No? No, no he wasn't? Ex- no, that was a lie. I made that part up simply because J.J. Oh. Uh, Loud is boring. He's very boring, man. man. That was it. <laughs> I was like, we need something cool here for J.J. Loud. <laughs> no. And he was like, no, I just like, hello, I'd like to break a pen. And he did. And uh, that was There's it. There's nothing but- uncool about, you know, Trying to make the pen easier for everybody. Absolutely. No, no. And what his original idea was is that because of, I get the time frame and the, the, the stuff that people worked with, he wanted to design a pen that worked on rougher surfaces like wood and leather and things like that. Uh, so when you're out in the field and you're working, you can mark them real fast and you don't have to worry about pulling ink out and all that bullshit. Uh, wow. The problem was it worked on all that stuff. It just didn't work on regular paper because the ball and everything was so fucking rough. Anytime <laughs> they tried to write on it, it just fucked the paper all up. So oh, he couldn't John market Jacob. it. Nobody wanted to buy it. And because they were like, yeah, I can't, I can't write a letter to my, my forlorn love uh, because it's fucking up the paper. So he. <laughs> dearest Mart. Dearest, dearest Mart. <sighs> Dearest, God dearest, it. my God this, damn it, John, get in here. Somebody have a pencil. Can I just get a pencil, please? I'm going to stab my own hand. I'm going <laughs> to write in my own blood. I don't know why I keep wanting people to write in blood. I'm assuming we stopped doing that a long time ago. Oh, did we? Mm-hmm. I'm still doing it. How else are you supposed to summon demons? <laughs> We're not doing that tonight, remember? You say that. Me and... Harvard Law graduate John J- Jacob Loud tend to differ. J. J. We Loud. tend to differ, sir. <laughs> uh, so J.J. Loud had this this design. He put the patent in. People liked it for you know just work reasons, but he was trying to get it out to the public. Since it shitted up all the papers, nobody could sell it. So he just kind of did. He stopped. The patent lapsed, <laughs> and then uh, later on, he died. Of old age, because like I said, it was really boring. His whole life was just kind of boring, except for this pen thing that didn't really go anywhere. So, (laughs) 
However, I do want to believe that somebody in the law office was like, John, this this shitting everything up. It's shitting up the papers. It's just not even worth it, man. And he's Come like, on. It works fine. And they're like, it does work fine. It bites it, if you're sending letters on like cowhide, it works great. Hmm. Hmm. All right. So now that's the first major patent of the ballpoint pen. It's so so. It's not so bad. Again, it's a it's a metal tube that has a shaft where the where the oh, it used to be metal. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. No plastics really at that time. Oh, good point. Um, yeah. So it was all metal. Had a weighted ball for the tip, and then it, it had all the ink would live in it, and it would ooze out and do the thing. But it would leak and shit like that too. Um. So everybody, it seemed like everybody was like, we got to get on this fucking ink pen problem, and everybody started trying to come up with the right kind of design but everybody was kind of just shooting around the target because it would be you know either there was a problem with the ink distribution or the ink would be too thick or the little ball would be too tight and you couldn't get anything out or if the ball was too loose everything would kind of pour out so like you'd think with a harvard degree right john jacob loud would have figured that shit out early on but no you're going to be very surprised at this time jump until they got something that's pretty much the workable pen. You ready? Right, because we're still in 1888. 1888 is when the first patent for the ballpoint pen came out. Right. Then time passes with people trying and trying and trying and trying, and the first really good, the first really good design, Mm -hmm. June 15th, 1938. Whoa! 50 years! Yikes! Just got that ball rolling. Took us 50 years. Get that ball. Fuck you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, Hungarian newspaper editor. Whoa, Hungarian cool. newspaper editor. Love that. Laszlo Biro. Laszlo B. Lazzy B. Got fucking <laughs> pissed about fucking fountain pens and always having to fucking fill them up. You know what? I'm sick and fucking tired of, he said to his friends. He said, this bullshit. I had a um, a landlord who's Hungarian, and I used to call him on the phone just to talk to him because his accent was so cool. They oh always God. called me Josh. Josh. And he would be so mad at me because I would never pay my rent on time, <laughs> but I would always pay it on Sundays, he would say. <laughs> it was an awesome guy. I miss him. Oh, we'll call him. Never check pay on, on time, but always on Sunday. So in my mind, it's my old landlord, Doctor Bogdan, sitting in his sitting in his room, being like, "John fucking Jacob Loud makes this bullshit pen <laughs> that does fuck all. It's been fifty goddamn years." Continue. <laughs> <laughs> so just like that, I mean, exactly like that. I, I, that was like pretty much spot on. Uh, Laszlo's frustrated because of all the smudging and the inking and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I've ruined another good fucking shirt. So he's all like, you know what I noticed about newspaper ink? It dries pretty fast and it Ooh. stays where it goes. Mm. So he worked on a formula that he then put in his own design for a pen. And that basically just coupled ink viscosity like the right amount of thickness of ink and all the right components there with that ball socket mechanism and it acted like compatible to prevent the ink from drying inside while the roller 
controlled the flow of the ink that was coming out. So this new formula, there was the way it worked was once it hit the paper, it dried really fast and stuck. But until then, the way they had it, it would uh, not dry out. Wow. And so it just worked together with the ball mechanism that he designed off of all these other you know designs. And he made this perfect little pen, right? I okay. fucking did it. You hear me? He did, did it. I fucking did it. So 1941, he and his brother and a friend of his escaped out of Germany. They were like, nope, got to roll. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. headed to Argentina. Okay. Cool. Then... In 1943, he got a new patent on his design, tweaked it up and did some shit to it, and they established Bureau Pins of Argentina. Bureau Pins of Argentina, 1944. And they started selling these pins, and people were like, guess what? These pins are fucking sweet, all right? (laughs) I can imagine at that time that people would be like, whoa. Absolutely. This is a time where people were into science and mechanics, you know? Ah, oh, what a time to have been alive. Ah, oh, what a time. It's Weep like, here's the, yeah, here's the most science you could ever have, and I don't believe it. And here's a, mm-hmm, a fucking mm-hmm. a pen. Yay! But these pens were so popular, and this patent on this pen was so perfect that the uh, a British engineer, he, he got the patent from them, and he was using those pens for the Royal Air Force because the pilots liked them because they could still use them at high altitudes and it wouldn't oh, cuz apparently yeah. at some point you have to fucking take notes while you're flying yeah and, that's dumb uh, why would you do that the the fountain pen just constantly leaking all over the fucking place gross um ink the ink is actually really a paste that has dye in it okay really still, right? still to this day still to this day that's the dyes, awesome. dyes are suspended in a mixture of solvents and fatty acids. Okay. Oh, cool. So you can cook with it. You could totally cook with it, but you'll find out nice. uh, the reason why the fatty acids are there. Give one Oh, second. this has got a thing. I, I oh, think I'm excited I like about it, yeah. this. You know I love so, a thing. Yeah, I know you love a thing. So okay, so the the dyes and the solvents, they mix when they hit the paper, right? They mix inside. Right. right. Okay. And and usually like the most uh, commonly uh, used solvents are benzyl alcohol or Phenozathanol. Phenozathanol. Um, so what that does is when they mix, they make a quick drying paste, right? Yeah, makes and sense. that's put out by the ball as it rolls across. Well, the fatty acids are what lube up the ball, so the ball rolls smooth, so it distributes the right amount of ink that comes so out. So the fatty acids keep it keep the thi- keep the ball rolling is exactly, what you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. Keeps me lubed up. <laughs> Just greasy. Just yeah, greasy. Yeah, I'm basically yeah. made of bacon grease and uh and good good intentions. Speaking of good intentions, so we've got John Jacob Loud, we got mm-hmm. Laszlo Bureau, yep. we got the British Air Force. Yep. And we've got fatty acids. Fatty acids. And paste. 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 And that ink, that paste, the more viscous it is, the faster Mm -hmm. it will dry. But more pressure it needs when you're writing to get the ink out. Is it a non-Newtonian fluid? It is probably a non-Newtonian fluid. Absolutely. I would say it is. Uh, But if you notice, like when you're writing with a ballpoint pen, that sometimes the ink misses every once in a while yeah, it's yeah, yeah. because it's a little thick and you got to press down just a little bit harder to keep is it smooth. Is that how you fix that? That's how you fix it. Just Holy give a little shit. extra oomph. I'm still dealing with the fact that a ballpoint pen is called a ballpoint pen because the top of the pen is a ball. Yep. 
Look at it next God, time. Have you? How have you never noticed that? It blows my mind. Because right. I just, I don't, I just, things are what they are to me, Kevin. I don't do any research. I don't, they just, they, things just exist. <laughs> things just exist. I don't take time to understand. Because <laughs> I'm Anything. not hosting this episode. Anyway, go on, sorry. No, you're doing great. You're doing great learning. I think your learning oh is going great. gosh, this is uh, so cool. So we finished now through World War II. Everybody now is trying to make ballpoint pens. Mm. Kind of all over the fucking world. The patents are out there. People can get the patents. They can, you know, mil- do whatever they need to do to fix shit to, to make their own. Uh, and people are just, for some reason, again, like I said, trying to get in on the ballpoint biz. And it's mm-hmm. blowing my mind how many how many attempts there were before, like, ballpoint pens are laying around the fucking house all the time. You throw them away. You chew them all the time. It's like, what's the big deal? But, like, then ballpoint pens were this huge thing. Um, they were all over the fucking world. But an American entrepreneur named Milton Reynolds, he was in Argentina and found a pen made by Biro Pens of Argentina and was like, holy shit, this is awesome. So he did the most American thing that you could do. He bought several of them, brought them back, and changed the design just enough so he could get his own patent. He started selling them and made millions on the backs of others. Proud to be an American because I just stole your fucking idea. Fucking total piece of shit. His first pins debuted in Gimbel's department store. Remember Gimbel's? Mm-hmm, Never heard mm-hmm. about Gimbel's? Gimbel's mm-hmm. department store in 1945 is when he first started selling his pins. Only a year after Laszlo Bureau put them out there, right? Because it was 40, 44? Because he left in 41, 43. Right? He put that new patent out in 43. So, so two years after that. Just wow. two years later, America he's already stole no time. No time whatsoever. What was his name? Tom Riddle? What was Milton Reynolds. Milton Wadams. Milton Riddles. Mm, yep, just like that. Um, 1945 is when they debuted at Gimbel's. The original cost, you want to take a stab at what that pen would cost? I want to say... 19 cents. Mm. The ballpoint pen that debuted at Gimples in 1945 originally cost $12.50. Oh, fuck me. Back and then, I, that was a fortune. Right? I, to, in today's standards, it's almost $200. Yeah. For a ballpoint holy pen. Shit. And I was like, that's the thing you shit. get somebody on their graduation or bar mitzvah. Right. Imagine getting like a big ballpoint pen on your bar mitzvah and it would right. be worth something. But I started thinking about it. I was like, that's bullshit. But thinking about it, these pins were metal. They were like they were like yeah. mechanical and like it was brand new and like this was fancy tech basically, huh. you know. Uh, now they're made of plastic and bullshit and they're whatevs, you know. In fact, actually, those pins stayed roughly about that cost, super fucking expensive for a long time until our friend Marcel Bick came along. There he is. Was he waiting about him. He dropped the H from his name because it was B I C H. C H because it used to be Marcel Bitch. We can all yep. say it. And no, now just because he was German, I'm assuming he's right? got a company called yes, he's got a company called Bic, and he makes the Bic Crystal, which is the plastic see-through pen that you see. Oh, is and that it's shaped kind of like a pencil and things like that. And he dropped that price down because of the plastics, because of the way he designed sure, it. Sure, he dropped it down to like 91 cents each. Wow, go but, get yeah. him, Marshall, bitch. And those, <laughs> you bitch ass. Marshall, <laughs> Marcel, Marcel, uh, and a, poor, a reportedly, it is actually the most widely sold pen in the entire world. You're goddamn right. 
Marcel Bick knows a thing or two about making a good pen. I'll tell you what. Why, I got several of them in this drawer right over here. Where the hell did they go? Rubber, 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 rubber. I can't find them anywhere. Maybe they're behind the radiator. Hey, Josh, you ever notice that the pen tops have holes in them? Like you can blow air through them, like at the very tip, oh, all the way through. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I think I know why. Oh, do you know why? I think I know why. This is why? one of those things I know. Oh, what is it? In case you swallow them. Exactly. You, you can I didn't breathe, realize right? That. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. I, it's it's a safety thing that has yeah. to happen on pins. Mm-hmm. Because people bite them and pull them out. Mm-hmm. And kids swallow shit all the kids Because kids, right. they're like, I'm going to eat this. This looks whatever. like a thing I should put in like, my face. Yeah, candy. But. I never knew that, but yeah, that is law. Like that's why they have this. I always thought it was for airflow to keep the ink moving and things like that. But no, apparently well, not. Now we know that we know. the ink, the fatty acid, and dye inside, and the paste mm, doesn't paste. need that airflow. Doesn't need that shit. It's too good for that shit. Yeah, that's that's cool. The thing about that, so pens can be used for emergency tracheotomies if somebody is choking. Like because my dad's a physician, so that's Absolutely. why I knew that. Yes, is because you can use pen caps for that kind of thing it's not recommended oh no but you can do it because it is just plastic you would jam in someone's throat you have but... to stab someone in the throat with a plastic pen top nice <laughs> right <laughs> fucking metal uh josh you ever heard Hello. of a rollerball pen like the james con movie yes just like the james con movie wait but was also that like death race or rollerball <laughs> i don't know wait but there was a rollerball i know that much that's back when rollerblades yeah, yeah, came was, out. Yeah, it was James Conn. That was like 1975. 19, was it so is that where we're going? James Conn? No, Con? we're not going that deep. Damn it. There are pens called rollerball pens. Yes, I've heard of those, yes. Yes. Um, what do you think the difference between rollerball pens and ballpoint pens are? About 20 cents. bam bam ching <laughs> I'll see myself out. Thank you. Um, I'm assuming it's because of the... The way the ball is situated inside the little casing that that it rolls around in, maybe it's like smoother? It actually is the ink. Really? Nothing to do with the ball. It is simply just a type of ink. They call it rollerball ink? No, they use water-based inks instead of oil-based inks. Oh, which makes the ball roll Mm -hmm. faster. This will blot if held stationary, and since it's water-based, it takes longer to dry, causing smear problems for lefties. (gasps) That's why if you're a lefty, fuck a rollerball. (laughs) But yes, that's right, because it's that water, so it's it's thinner, so it takes longer to dry, so Mm. it just makes it smoother and dry it a little bit easier. That's the good pen. That's what you always aim for when you go school supply shopping is you want to get those rollerballs because it just looks cooler on your papers, but, you know, it makes it look like you worked harder. I found a website that was breaking down the two, and basically the the best way they described it was ballpoint, ballpoint pens are for, like, taking notes in school or writing grocery lists and things like that. Rollerballs are good for writing cards or yeah. using stationery, like your fancier writing and things sure. like that because the way it rolls and the way it's smooth and things like that has, and a, because- has a better better look to the ink, you know. And you kids won't know about this, the children that listen to this show. But back in Kevin and I's day, we had to learn how to write in cursive, which they don't teach anymore. What? Yeah, you kids. You know why they don't teach anymore? Because it's fucking stupid. It's fucking stupid. (laughs) Nobody can read that fucking scratch. It's like trying to read a heart monitor. You know know how stupid that is? You have to practice. You had to to practice (laughs) writing your A's. Remember those when they made us practice A's? You remember the pages that had the, the dotted 
cursive oh, yeah. letters and you had to you'd trace. And then you get to like the J and, and the Q and you'd shit yourself. You're the like, oh Z. God, how in the hell am I supposed to do that? Cursive, it's dumb. I can't read yeah. that shit. Goodbye, good riddance. Goodbye, goodbye. So uh, ballpoint pens mm. relies on gravity for that ink to come down, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You may not know this. That's why you can't write with them when they're upside down. Holy shit. Because the ink's sliding back the other way. You can't like lay on your back and That's write a crazy. love letter like they used That's to in crazy movies. crazy because like you can see through the Bic diamond uh, and mm-hmm. see the ink on the inside and it doesn't look like it's going anywhere, but it is going right. somewhere. A little bit wow. because the outside of that plastic tube is always kind of coated, so it always looks like there's ink in there. It always for the looks most like there's part. ink in it. No, it's the like air bubbles and shit, so it's, it doesn't have any ink oh. in it. Oh. Right? I remember when I went to space camp. Oh, yeah, that's a different episode. And it's just called Josh Went to Space Camp. <laughs> oh, I can't and wait I, for that. I bought one of those space pens that they <gasps> called them space pens because you could write upside down with them. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because my next note was a company called Fisher Pens said, fuck that noise and designed a pen that would write upside down. How did they do it? I'll tell you how. What they did is they made a more viscous ink. And the cartridge that they put it in is pressurized. So it's always being pushed towards the end. So it's crazy. Instead of it trying to slide down, it's being pushed. So when you lay upside down, it's still pushing up and you can write that way. Uh, So it can. So it's all about the ink. Absolutely. That's nuts. And it can and absolutely has written and been used in space. And apparently. Uh, you can use them to write underwater too. I read. Yes, you can. Which That's is why crazy. I bought that pen when I went to space camp. When you went to space camp, and I almost drowned trying to write underwater upside down. <laughs> Only you would drown at space Excuse camp. Excuse me. It says on the package can write upside down and underwater. So Did if it? I'm gonna pay money, I want them to know I'm getting what I'm paying for. You got to do that shit, man. Yeah, it almost killed me. So much I love pens. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, ballpoint pins. I'm sorry. Is this is this is this episode triggering for you? Like, should we not? No, no, no. I'm just happy to know why the pens work the way they do. Oh, because that shit's incredible. Yeah, to it me. wasn't against you. It's just just it's just his nature. Right. No, it wasn't my fault. Yeah, yeah, not yours at all, man. No, buyer beware. That's what I say, Kevin. Here in America, <laughs> right here, we use tungsten balls on our pens. tungsten carbide balls, American made, smooth as the American eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Guinness, you know, our friends over at Guinness, the world record books, you know, those folks. Yeah, I've heard of them. They have a little entry in the world's largest functioning ballpoint Mm. pen. You want to take a guess on how big? As big as a car. Um, maybe. Yeah. Okay. It says that. They made one, it was in India, that was 18 feet long Whoa! and weighed around 82 pounds. What? Yeah. And it was functional. Like you, apparently if you, I, I don't I didn't see any pictures, but I'm sure there was a crane or they had a bunch of people and they held <laughs> yeah, it up or whatever, moved it around, but heave. totally worked. Make and, a uh, cursive A. <laughs> Rod, you left. Now back to your right. Now go on. Now you're going to get the curly. Ah, looks like a, oh. Hey, Steve, how'd you hurt your leg? Oh, we were riding again. (laughs) (laughs) I tripped, I tripped on my Z. Yeah, it's a big, (laughs) it's a big fucking pen. Um, Yeah. yeah. 
That's that's wow. ballpoint pens, dude. That's the ballpoint um, pen. It's they've had a journey, I'm, and I'm not I'm not kidding you, man. Like when I was doing research, it was almost too much because literally they were like, "Here's like 15 different people who worked on trying to make the ballpoint pen," and it really was. It was like the ball was too tight, or the ball was too loose, or the ink wasn't right, and people were just trying to fucking figure it out. But it took like 50, 60, 70 years for somebody to finally right. be like, "Here's how it works regularly, and this is consistent." Okay. And that man's name is Malcolm Reynolds, and he's. Stole it. That son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Hey, Josh. Hello. You know what time it is? Oh, man. Let no, me check my... Dude, no, no, no. You always get so worked up. Remember? It's me, Jose. Oh, yeah. okay, There's always right, an extra right. thing. Because it's time okay. for page eight. Oh, it's page eight. It's page oh, eight. God, every time. I know. You get so scared and nervous, I know. dude. I do. Um, if you happen to be, the, for, for some reason, the first time listening, I find that all my good information is on the first two pages of my Google search. So I jump over yep. to page eight and see what kind of weird shit I can find further in the And that's where the, the tentacle porn is. That's where the tentacle porn is. But I was actually a little disappointed uh, because there wasn't a lot of weird shit about ballpoint pens on page eight. Boo. I will say this. There's oh, some no. goddamn bullshit that I saw on page eight where I clicked on this page and I think it was called Conrad's and they <laughs> sold ballpoint pens. Huh. And the most expensive ballpoint pen that they sold was almost $1,500. What did it do? Did it, did it make dinner? It like had a toaster and it gave hand jobs. And oh, it, and it, okay. like, it well, did, that's it a pretty good price filing. for a toaster that makes hand jobs. I mean, it was ridiculous. But I mean, their ball, like the cheapest ballpoint pen they had was like 500 bucks. Wow. And I couldn't so my imagine. Dad used to, yeah, my dad used to collect pens. I, I can see it in my mind, but that's got like tortoiseshell or some kind of like uh, now endangered animal oh, involved. My dad had a silver arrow. He always had the arrow pens. It was silver. Yeah, yeah. And you twist my it. I had a couple of those too, yeah. Fancy pens. I don't know what it is about a fancy pen. Definitely not something I would want to spend $1,500 on. No, it's Come nice on. to have and nice to use from time to time, but uh, I'm, I mean, I don't want to go out and get one. They look cool. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess if, if, if you're into pens, if you're into pens and stuff. Hey, man, it all depends. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, shitty joke. Hey, Josh. Yeah. Guess what time it is? Page eight. Pop quiz. Damn it! No, I hate tests. <laughs> oh, my test anxiety is already freaking out. All right. All right, hold on a second. Let me get okay. my let me get my super awesome soundboard ready. Hang on, I gotta get my paper out, man. Oh, this pen's drying. I'm gonna get a new one. Hey, does anybody have another one? Yeah, ha ha. Oh, there's none left. All right, you ready? Yes. Pop quiz. Question number one. Before he designed his ballpoint pen, hmm. what did Laszlo Biro do for a job? Oh, no, I don't <sighs> remember. Uh, I know that he left... To go to Argentina. It spawned all of the dialects all night. At least that location. Oh, 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 oh well, no, because John Jacob uh, was a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Laszlo Bulo was a. Uh, what, what did um? He was a contract attorney. Oh, I don't remember. No, Damn it! What did no. he used to do? He was a Hungarian newspaper editor. He was a newspaper editor. But to be fair, being Hungarian is not a full-time job. Damn it. Forgot he was a newspaper editor. But because of the newspaper editor, mm-hmm. he developed the ink. Yep. 
that dried quicker. Yep. That yep, I yep, remember. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Okay. All right. So, all right. So that's number one. You did not do well. That's okay. No, I did not. I still like you. We will continue our friendship. Number two. In what year did Milton Reynolds debut his pins in Gimbel's department store? 1945. Yeah! Yeah! All right, all right. We beat the Kaiser, and now we're selling pens! Hey, hey. write it down. <laughs> Question number three. What type of tree did John Jacob Loud supposedly murder his neighbor over? <laughs> A plum tree. Yeah! All right! <laughs> Woo! That doesn't count. That's not history. Dude, it was history. We did it a few minutes ago. It's behind <laughs> us now. Two out of three, dude. You did I, great on your pop quiz. Two out of three ain't bad. Meatloaf said so, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, meat, meatloaf said so. Uh, does that mean that it's time for some Mr. Thank Yous? Did we? Oh, yeah. We learned all the stuff we wanted to learn today. I think we did great work today. Um, I think that's amazing. I Listen, you know I love my history of office equipment. You know how much I freaked out over Whiteout. This oh, is equally as awesome in my eyes. It's fantastic. And yeah, it's just a lot of, it took so long to just to figure out a thing that we just take so, and for such granted. And it all came down, didn't even come down to the pen, came down to the ink. Ink. It's all about the ink. It's all about the ink. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you have to give your Mr. Thank Yous first, oh. because you're the host. Oh, okay. Well, uh, big Mr. Thank You as always to our friend, Dear friend, Mr. Jason Moody, Jason who Moody. performed and wrote our theme song and our stingers and all that shiz. My balls, they're made, made from tungsten fucking steel. <laughs> Jason, if you're listening, write us a pen theme song. Oh, write us a pen theme song about tungsten steel. Yup. That would be great. What else? Yeah. What else? What else? What else? Uh, uh, I want to say, oh, uh, if you got a minute, go check out my other show on the Big Talk podcast. Who the fuck are you? Uh, I sit down with uh, artists from Chicago, and uh, we get to know them and figure out who the fuck they are. So it's mm-hmm. some people you know and some people you don't know, but you probably should. So uh, check us <laughs> out on uh, all the platforms that you find us here, and uh, yeah, check it out. That's uh, yeah, and a big thank, uh, Mister. Thank you to all my friends and family and my lovely wife. And you, Josh. That's lovely. A big Mr. Ah. Thank you to you, Josh. I know you've, it's, I your, it's you. your game night, and it's a big night. You took time to make sure we get this episode in, and uh, your your hair looks great. Thank you. Did not disappoint. Uh, I learned so much today. My Mr. Thank you is going to go out to Modelo Especial because Kevin thanked everybody else, and oh. the it's a decent beer. Great. Wait. Is that it? No, no. Uh, follow Chad the Bird on TikTok. Chad the Bird Talk. T-O-K. Dude, oh, that's goddamn! I fucking hate you and your clever mm, wordplay. Get after it; it's pretty neat. All right, uh, so yeah, that's all the Mister Thank Yous. Um, Josh is going to be hosted next time, and he's got a doozy <laughs> apparently for us. So I uh, do have a doozy for you. Come back and check it out. Yeah, and, just um, click. Just wait a week; it's coming. Yeah, or two weeks. Wait, we, it's, two weeks. We're by. Wait, weekly. how long in between do we drop these again? Two. We do two. We let people get. We just uh, drop them at the same time. We, wait. No. I wrote it down. What? Hang on, Did it's you... here somewhere. No, you don't need to check it. It's fine. Just subscribe. It'll always yeah. remind you. Oh, rate and review, everybody. Do that shit. Please, yeah, you got to do that. Yeah, That's yeah. important. That's how we get seen. And write us, Big Talk Podcast at Gmail. Yeah, if you ever have a question about some weird shit you found under the radiator, let me know. And if you know where my pens are, mm. then, uh, yeah, I'm coming for you. Stop, stop.
Kevin and Josh will reveal a lot about all of the stuff that you forgot. Some of it may come as quite a shock, it's just lying in your junk drawer. Blah, blah, blah. Big talk.